Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Pain is temporary. It may last for a minute, or an hour, or a day, or even a year. But eventually, it will subside, and something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it will last forever. Hello, one and all, and thank you for joining us for another installment of Warriors of the Good. I'm Corey Ponarolo, alongside Stephen J. Fenton. Partner, we are back. And for those who are listening, hey, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, Steve and I both apologize with our schedules kind of busy during the holiday season. We're trying to get episodes out to you as much as we can. So here is one for you. Episode four of our mini pod series, folks. And just to reiterate, our mini pods, shorter segments, about 30 minutes in length. Um, Some fun stuff towards the end uh, to kind of wrap everything up. We have a word that we hone in on and um, through our stories in our life and maybe even stories that can help you connect with stories in your life. Um, hopefully this word, uh, you can learn from it and it can help you grow um, day in and day out here on Warriors of the Good. So partner, quickly, how are you? How are things with your family? I know you are excited to get into episode four. I know our word of the day um, was brought up and inspired by your thinking. I love the word, um, what we're going to kind of break down um in just moments, but partner, how are you, my friend, um, on this fine, fine evening? Oh, partner, it is a pleasure to hear that voice again. I'll tell you because it just uh, it spawns a real good feeling inside of me. Being back on Warriors of the Good, doing what we do best, and I love the way you said that, my friend, because you said that you know we took a little hiatus, and folks out there, we most certainly want you to know that um, as time passes, we love doing these podcasts, but. The truth is, my partner said it the best, the stories in our life. And warriors have stories. We all have stories. And sometimes part of that little break or that uh, time away from actual here speaking to you, um, it allows us to build some of those stories and allows us to spread some of the things that as warriors we're trying to do. So, partner, I'm, uh, I'm doing phenomenal. I'm, uh, I'm just happy to be back because the passion of being able to spread this this goodness and trying to spread it one warrior at a time is just something that I don't know, partner. It's something that came all by itself when we met each other. And here we are still doing this after a year and spreading the the goodness in this, but it takes that warrior to do that. And I think that's why it was the best way you said it, that uh, the stories in our life. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited to be back. Excited for tonight's episode. Couldn't say it better myself, Steve, excited as well as myself. And, like you said, too, you know, time sometimes can, you know, be kind of tough for us to work around and with kind of coordinating on our same schedules. But folks, like we said, we're, we're, we love what we do and 
Uh, we promise we continue to, you know, get episodes out to you. Uh, come 2020, um, we have some great ideas planned, uh, more stuff to help you guys uh, stay engaged. And, you know, me and Steve just are gonna, going to ultimately continue to fight the good fight alongside you guys and help you grow, you know, one word of the day at a time. So without further ado, Steve, let's get into it. Our word of the day and how we're going to tackle this word as the holiday season approaches in a new year with New Year's resolutions come and go. So the word of the day, folks, accountability. Yes, accountability. And again, what we like about selecting our words of the day, Steve, yes, they have multiple meanings, but that gives us a lot to talk about, which is great. And I know you mentioned to me off this podcast, off air, uh, kind of when we have our brainstorming segments on what we want to do for an episode. And you brought this word up and I was on board right away. I think this is an important thing that people should understand fully what accountability means, not just aside from if you, you know, fed your dog a chocolate chip cookie and everyone's asking your mom and dad saying, who fed the dog a chocolate chip cookie? And you have to be accountable for something like that because sometimes people don't like facing the music, Steve. And although it's a tune that people aren't fond of hearing, sometimes you got to listen to that tune because it's going to help you grow. But I know that aside from our conversation about how our, this word of the day came about, you also had a conversation with a colleague and you almost wanted to help break down this meaning even further of the idea of accountability. So I turn the stage over to you to kind of set the stage, if you will, um, and what this word really does mean and how we're going to tackle this on today's episode. So partner, you couldn't have prefaced it any better in the way you said that, because this all spawned folks, uh, this, this concept when I was brainstorming and going uh, coming back to uh, Corey here and telling him what the idea was tonight because we pick a word of the day. We talk about what the word is, folks out there, for you to apply to your own life. But uh, the concept is is that, like, like my partner said, is that accountability can mean something for one of you and something completely for another person, as well as balance and as well as responsibility and as well as trustworthiness, all the things out there that we've been speaking about through our podcast, which truth folks, that's what the best thing about this is. We, it makes us our own warriors. We're all our own warriors fighting our own good fight. And it's all in a different way. So this is a, this is a good word. And I love the way you said that part. And when you said facing the music, cause that's kind of where this spawned from, uh, uh, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, I'm a veteran um, educator in the state of New Jersey. Um, I've been teaching now for I'm in my 20th year. Um, that's kind of if you listen to our first episode, that's how me and uh, Corey started this whole relationship. Uh, he walked into my physical education class and uh, a relationship formed that blossomed as the years went. And I don't know if you remember this partner back in the day. Do you remember a unit we did called dancing? <laughs> it's been quite some time so unfortunately i can't say i do but i'm sure there was a okay. good meaning behind it. i may have not caught at that young youthful age well let me tell you this do you do you remember us doing square dancing uh 
Do there I you remember go. Squ- Would I rather be playing prison ball slash dodgeball or square? <laughs> you tell me. And as, every, and as every one of my students have said pretty much through the career. Okay, so that's what the unit we're doing right now, my partner, my friend, and folks. I get to go to uh, a work every day, and I teach dancing. Now, I will tell you, we've evolved away from square dancing, Corey. Oh, too late, huh? <laughs> a little too Only late. If. And we've evolved into line dancing. Now, let me tell you something. I'm not here to spread about line dancing. I'm here to spread about the point what line dancing is and the unit that we're doing, what we're doing in physical education class. First of all, line dancing is a unit that the kids are asked to do, so they have no choice. They have to do it. Um, I'm the figure. I'm the authority figure, let's say, because that's a word we're going to use throughout these um, next half hour and talking on this podcast. And the students are accountable to do what I'm asking them to do. So as the authority figure comes in that the students are supposed to be asked to do this, they're supposed to be able to give the ethic of work through this. Now, this all goes back to the fact that back in the day, as time uh, has passed or has evolved on, when I used to say that, that was, of course, there was issues. Of course, there was problems. But there wasn't as many distractions. And I think that's the biggest thing that came out of all this, because if somebody of authority is asking somebody else to do something that they're supposed to do, such as the dancing and line dancing. And there's so many benefits that the kids can actually get out of this. The most difficult thing for the authority figure to do is to get whatever that subject is, in this case, a student, to understand what those benefits are. Now, if you go to a completely different uh, concept or a completely different example, let me say, the concept of a police officer pulling over somebody who's driving and texting, there is benefits there that an authority figure has to use because the person should be accountable for when they are actually holding a phone and driving a vehicle, especially in New Jersey, when you can barely even drive without a phone and all the other distractions. It all ties together. So the conversation, I was talking to a colleague the other day as we're in the middle of our line dancing unit, and you should, I'm looking out onto the crowd. This is a common theme as I kind of prefaced it already, and I'm watching the student's effort very minimal. Now, as my partner just said, not the most favorite unit of most of the students. Hmm. Prison ball might be one that the kids always ask for. So as I said, it's extremely challenging as the educator, and this is my profession and my job to try to I don't want to say sell, but to try to more explain to the students the benefits. It's their choice whether they choose to believe those benefits or not. Now, here's the part where it all kind of turns around. You see, I was standing next to this colleague, and this colleague happened to be somebody who had raised three children. And those three children, believe it or not, actually went through me as a physical education teacher. Yes, folks, I've been around for quite some time, by the way. I do have a nickname back in my school. You, you don't remember it, do you, Corey? Unfortunately, I do not. The B&B? No. The bald? Ah, now it rings Can you bell. finish it? The bald and beautiful. The bald and beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> I can hear a couple chuckles even over the uh, podcast going on right now from some yeah. audience members. So as that silly little nickname I started just to help students feel more comfortable – the bald and beautiful is sitting out there and he's watching his students do this. And I'm talking to uh, my colleague and her three children who are now grown adults. One of them, I believe, is your age, the oldest. The two uh, are also out of college and into the real world. The, the, the person who happened to be a mother actually said to me, these students out here are not listening to anything we're doing. 
and this is absolutely disgusting and this should not be doing this because of their ethic of as human beings. And I'm sitting there and we're having this conversation. And then they said to me that their daughter said to them that they should write a book about parenting and how to do it. Now, here's the point that I actually took at. That's authority. And back in the day when we were raised, folks, and I don't know who listens to this podcast. I hope all generations do. But back in the day when an authority figure, a teacher, a coach, an adult, a parent, an uncle, a stranger would talk to a child and they would tell them some type of action that they're doing wrong. It created a sense of fear. Now, here's the thing. I don't like the word fear because fear instills the fact of scare. That's not necessarily the only type of fear that was instilled. The type of fear that actually was instilled was this is an authority figure. I'm doing something wrong. I'm accountable to change my action for the better of my good. So therefore, I'm going to do that. I got to tell you, Corey, as an educator for 20 years, that concept and even growing up in the world, that concept did work. Now, everything has fallen completely 360 degrees. Now, folks, I'm not here today to tell you about students. We're not here today to talk about how you could be an uh, authority figure or make other people accountable for the future of the world, how you can make other young ones accountable for the future of the world. That's my job, folks. That's not your job. And maybe if you're out there as a teacher, a coach, an educator, a parent, anything, that is your job as well. But for you to be that warrior to the others, you've got to be that warrior to yourself. So here's the thing. The question is, why did it change? Now, we don't need to discuss necessarily like the exact reasons. And I do have theories and we can discuss them here on the podcast. And folks, if you're interested and want to do that, please send us an email that uh, what's our email address, Corey? I believe it is Warriors OTG, folks, Warriors OTG at gmail.com. Send us an email, folks. Tell us about your experiences. Tell us anything about what we're talking about. We'd love to hear from you. We check that email constantly trying to get some feedback about this. But we're here tonight to talk to you about the concept of accountability and authority for you as a warrior. So here's the thing. I know a person I'm very um, close with in my personal life who's going through a tremendous, difficult, scary situation going on right now. That's having to do with their personal life. And it comes from an authority figure. Now, I'm involved with this situation happening to a point. So my my reason of bringing this up is because I, of course, I have some biased opinions in this because the person who's going through this is somebody I care for. So when you have feelings and emotions involved, I have to respect the fact that I'm biased. Now, as I try my best to take that out of the equation and I think of the exact situation that's happening, I will tell you, folks, the situation that is occurring to this individual, it's not fair. Okay, and what the result of this situation potentially turn into something that will be very detrimental towards this person, as well as their life and the people they live with. Now, I'm telling you all this because of this. That's an authority figure who had a perspective and opinion about somebody else for whatever reason they did call political. You can call it opinion. 
You can call it just following the crowd. Whatever you may be, somebody in an authority position has that type of opinion and perspective, and they are putting that out onto that person. And potentially this person might lose something in their life that happens to be very, very difficult. I will share this with you folks. It has to do with their profession. So potentially this person might lose their job. And this is an adult with a family. And if they lose their job, that puts a tremendous amount of stress on their family, both financially as well as individually. So where's the answer? And where's the, where's the, where's the warrior in that, so to speak? And the answer is accountability. Now, I'm not talking about just being accountable for like, okay, there's got to be a reason why that person, to use this as an example, why that person had that perspective towards that other person. That's not what I'm talking about. You can't change somebody else's opinion, perspective about what you are, nor should you. That's going to get you going down a path you don't need to go down, folks. The warrior in you needs to be accountable for what you are. Now, here's the most challenging, hardest part. And I say it with such, such passion. You've got to believe it for what you do for yourself when you know the other side of it, potentially in the authority figure, is not right. And you've got to live in the world where you're told it's not right. And that goes from the students not wanting to line dance all the way down to the police officer pulling over the person with the car driving and texting to the perspective and opinion of somebody potentially losing their job just because, quote unquote, they're not liked in the situation that they're in. I really believe, partner, that accountability is inside of you. And I love the way you said it before is that. It's not just I'm not supposed to take the chocolate chip cookie. And if I did take the chocolate chip cookie, I need to tell somebody or tell the other people that I took that. Accountability happens all of the time in your life. From the moment you wake up to the moment you close your eyes, you're accountable for you. And that's why we spent the first however many episodes and that's just an example folks trying to get you to understand that the truest of warriors is the person that you are and you are not like any other warrior out there that is exactly why we preface this towards you as a human and you take the word of the day and you use it how you want something even like being accountable for helping the world I mean, you could be accountable for like opening a door and uh, picking up a piece of trash. And I mean, um, you know, going to try to save the world by not throwing plastic bags in a garbage can. Now, I'm, tra- I'm thinking globally at this point to something as minimal as making sure that when situations of stress and those things happen to you from authority, that it's not about fear. The truth is it's about you being able to be accountable for the things that you know you are, and then the hardest part, actually believing in that. So so my partner, so as you hear all this, I'm sure there's thoughts sparking inside of you, but the students that I teach, as I kind of want to pass this over to you so you can hear what you're going to say, but one of the most challenging things that I talk to these students about 
is that when they're not doing what we're doing and it creates an environment. So if you can picture that we're in the middle of line dancing and the students don't want to do it, we have we have done a, as best of a job as we can to encourage them. A pretty good job. Come on, the bald and beautiful. <laughs> and they're defying it purposely. So then we use an authority figure. Most of the time, that is a bark. What I mean by that is that that is a yell. You're not doing what we're asking you to do. Then here, then it follows up with this. And folks, this all goes back to specific examples in your own life as well. Then it all goes back. We, we threaten them with taking points off of what their grade is. But it doesn't mean anything to them. And is, does that come from distractions of phones and no, no accountability at home, which is what we're talking about, that follows up into the school systems, not caring about their education? There's so many theories and answers. The truth is, no matter if a student has a very, very challenging or a very, very loving home life or not, there is right and there is wrong. And they, the human being inside of them knows what that is. And that's the accountability choice that they need to make. Partner, what do you think? Well, I love everything that you had to say, you know, and when it just comes down to accountability, my mind instantly goes to, and on the heels of the idea of facing the music, how some people are scared to face the music. And in regards to the instance you said about, let's say, I'm in a, in, in a, a professional atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone may see something that um, they see something that's malpractice uh, in the office place and that person they know is not going to be accountable for it, they are scared to be accountable for what they see and do what's right because they're, you know, they're worried about themselves. So I, I sometimes think that accountability, as much as it's important to, you know, hold yourself accountable at times, it can almost fall and have a negative consequence when, you know, people don't want to be accountable because they're really scared and are, are fearful for the music that will be hey. faced because you can, you know, maybe drop the ball or forget to go to a meeting at work or you know, you're supposed to grab coffees for the staff or something. And, all right. You, you know, you're accountable for that one. You, you drop the ball and you get them tomorrow or you double up and you get coffee for your office, uh, you know, two times that week. But people may feel or bend the truth and lie Man. about not being accountable and think they're going to lose their job because of And, you know, geez, I can't believe you brought it to that level because you're so right. And that happens all the time. And it happens on uh, – folks, it, it's happened to me. I'm not going to sit here – I can't sit here and lie. I don't lie. I always tell the truth, what's in my heart. And there's been times in my own profession where there's been people either I worked with or seen even in my school building that have done things that I necessarily know are not of the right manner, and I don't say anything. I don't do that right versus wrong. And I do that because, folks, one of the things in my life that I've always struggled with is confrontation. I don't enjoy confrontation. I I have 
I've had confrontational issues in my life that have caused me tremendous amount of insecurity that has what I'm, I'm blessed that that God allowed me to become a physical education teacher because then I can learn about what health is, about wellness, about the balance between physical, mental, emotional, social, which ultimately led me to a podcast because I love talking about things. But right versus wrong happens all the time. Five minutes before we started this podcast, folks, I, I had a conversation with my own children, which are younger, but they're at a point in their life that they need to learn about this accountability. And they made me a promise that they would be able to do something so I can come on to the show and be able to talk with my partner and spread this. And, and, and they didn't. They didn't follow what they said they were going to do. They failed at it. They did wrong. Now, it's their responsibility to understand that that was wrong. So I'm supposed to be able to do something right now and learn that lesson from that. And that's I, this is such a great topic to talk about because that's the area that people really struggle with. I'm going to tell you right now, to anybody listening to this, the youth that is coming up into the world we live in does not always understand what right versus wrong is. And perhaps that's the trick. Just sitting here thinking about that. Perhaps that's the answer because if you tell one of these, these people from the youth that's going through this now that that is wrong, they don't understand it. And they don't understand it because to them, it's not wrong. Some of the things they're doing, they don't like dancing. It's not wrong for them to fool around and not pay attention to something they don't care about. Why? Where and why does that come from? In the past, an authority figure would tell them to do something out of the instillment of fear. They would do it because of either hopefully not scared, but at times they were scared or disappointment. That has completely changed now. So these instances of right versus wrong are not only going to stay here, folks, they're going to just get worse. Hence why I'm going to tell you in education, one of the most popular things, especially in the state of New Jersey that's happening right now, is social and emotional learning. Guys, think about this. This is basically how children were raised back in the day. Well, I, I can't say for sure it was perfect because it wasn't, but social and emotional issues that parents, when you had one working parent and one parent at home, different times these days, that can't happen. And the person at home was giving them social and emotional learning from situations that were happening outside of the school building. Now, again, I, I don't mean to keep tying this back to students. I'm only using it as an example for us because, Corey, what you said, right versus wrong, and the fear or not doing it in the workplace, God, that I know people are listening right now saying, oh, I wish I could have said this, but I can't because this is going to happen to me or I want to keep my job or I don't want to do this because I don't want, I want to be able to stay in maybe the fraternity or the sports team or, 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 or even like part of this friend group. And, and that's, you know, I've learned and it took me a long time to learn it, that the path that you do walk is the path of you. And that path of you should be the path of your choice. And that path of your choice should be the path of what you feel. And unfortunately, we don't follow that path of what we feel as often because it's it makes us vulnerable. And 
perhaps that's the topic of our next uh, mini thoughts right there, Corey, hmm. because being vulnerable is one of the most scariest and important things that we can do as a human being. It's the easy thing for us to say is life is too short. Let's do this. The hard thing to do is to live life is too short and actually do that. And that is what is this whole accountability idea came from because this was based around helping us become the best we can for ourselves. Perhaps this is going to sound crazy, Corey, but perhaps I have to go back to the example I was telling you about, about the person in potentially losing their job. I'm going to tell you this person is destroying themselves because they think they failed. They did not fail. Nothing. Did they do the job perfectly? Of course not. But they did not fail at that. But to get that to go through your mind when somebody else is telling you that in an authority figure, that's the part where the warrior comes in. And that is the warrior of the good inside of you. And that is so hard to do, but it is so important. And that's, that's doing life is short and actually doing that. And let me just share with this with you, Corey and folks, this person is doing that. And this person, I, I will, I will tell you folks, this person is my wife and I'm very proud of what she's going through. And I know in the end she'll find her path and she is doing exactly what we said. And she's living as a warrior of the good in this world. And there you have it. Krista is her name, correct, Steve? If I'm wrong. Yes, Krista is her name. Thank you. We got to get Krista. On the podcast. <laughs> we've been we've been itching to do so. She'll definitely be a um, a guest well, sooner than sooner than before later. Before that, I got to get her to listen to one of them. <laughs> oh, there you go. But that'll happen soon. I, I like the idea. I'll, uh, I'll I'll talk to her about it. Fantastic. And as we look to wrap up here. Um, before we get to our final segment, which, of course, we had to make it holiday related as the holidays are around the corner. Uh, Steve, I don't know if um, if your religion, if you are a believer in God and whether you are for those who are listening, if you are atheist, if you do not believe in God, uh, what I'm about to state um, about something that I learned um being a Catholic follower also kind of um, really ties in to the idea of accountability, Steve, because in the Catholic religion, um, however many years ago, everything where, where it all began, um, you know, Jesus Christ and, you know, the disciples uh, as written in the gospel, a lot of these things that we talk about being a warrior can be found in verses in the Bible. And, in short, I'm not going to get in depth um, in regards to a specific uh, reading in uh, the gospel in regard, you know, on the heels of just Catholicism as a whole. But there are readings um, that I've read and my mom, who is um, an avid follower um, of Christ, and she's one of the most you know, holy people I've met. And she follows the religion uh, very seriously. Um, you know, she has prayer books and she's passed me along prayer books as well, Stephen. Aside from, you know, a book to read that's a nonfiction, you know, I've 
kind of looked at them before I've gone to bed and read a verse a night. And you'd be surprised how much one can learn. And even in this case, a warrior can grow um, from reading some of these um, verses. Uh, I have it here. I actually have one of the gospel books that my mom gave me, a prayer book, if you will. And in short, they almost break it down by words of the day, if you will, and verses that correspond um, to that word. And they actually have something about accountability in here. Um, And there's three things that I want to mention that, you know, Jesus Christ and followers, gospels, people from, you know, the Roman Empire ages we're talking about, Steve, practice the idea of accountability. And in short, Jesus Christ basically said that we are accountable for every word we speak. We are accountable for how we live our lives and even kind of on the heels of professionalism, which we were talking about. But even he said, the Lord, leaders are accountable for those who serve under them. And you can almost tie this into Um, you know, being a physical education teacher, uh, Steve, where you are looked up upon as a a leader. Mm -hmm. And for those who aren't acting, you know, mature in their age and not wanting to line dance, as we mentioned earlier, they aren't being accountable. But they also, as uh, mentioned in the Hebrew scriptures, do this so that their work will be joy, not a burden. If they are accountable and take and lead, follow your lead rather, their time in gym, which this line dancing, which they may not enjoy initially, they may actually enjoy it if they look to follow that lead. And folks, again, like I said, if you aren't a follower of faith, I'm not saying that, oh, if you're not Catholic, this doesn't apply. The ideas are still um, applicable to everyday life, but I wanted to kind of throw those in there as, uh, you know, I know we are on the, on the verge of wrapping things up. You know, I'm so glad you went that direction. Um, I am an advent believer, Christian, raised Catholic. um, And we're not turning this podcast into a um, religious uh, conversation because the truth is this, um, my mother-in-law actually taught this to me, who's a very advent believer, that the the findings that they find that we've had wars and uh, life pretty much passed over or, or, or fought over and life has been basically based around religion, so to speak. And I'm really glad you brought us to that because the truth is, is that if let's just say it's all not true, um, you know, the, what religion says, whatever religion you believe. We are human beings. So what is written written in the Bible or the scriptures of other religions, I don't know them all, but they are talking about the goodness of a human being. I can't explain where a human being comes from. I can only explain what a human being feels like. And we all feel that, even the ones who are evil. And I know there are evil people in this world, but they it, we, are, we are human beings. We are all the same. And that is why following a guideline of goodness you're darn right about that. You're darn skippy right that that it all prefaces from the fact of uh, the Bible and what we believe in. And I'm sure others as well, because this is not about preaching one religion versus another. This is about building a, a bridge between 
the concept of what somebody believes and what was raised in to the concept of what we are trying to spread here in the goodness of what the human spirit is. So partner, you couldn't have said it any better in the way you're doing it. And I am just so proud that you were able to tie that together as it is. So this is, this is, this is what the goodness of being a warrior is all about. And we, we want to take the, obviously the credit for starting warriors of the good podcast and, the title, if you will, but there were plenty of Absolutely. warriors way, way, way before our time. And, you know, they're scriptured and they're written in some of these books. And again, we're not turning this into a, a, a religious talk show, folks. But, you know, it all it started in the beginning and look where it is now. And that's how you know it's so important when it's written um, from when earth was created if you will so folks it is a mini pod we are making these episodes quick so all in all thank you for tuning in to the idea of accountability steve i wanted to thank you for really breaking all of that down in different scenarios as well from your profession to your wife's profession and anyone else's profession um and the concept of accountability, and we hope that you took something from our conversation and you can apply it to your everyday life. But with the holidays around the corner, folks, this is our last quick, quick segment and giving. It's the season of giving. It's the holidays, folks. And before we go, not necessarily accountability, but my parents have been asking me what I would like for Christmas. I say I have no idea. It gets harder as you get older, folks. Uh, it's, it is what it is. If there are any kids listening to it, enjoy it while it lasts because you run out of ideas after year after year. And items that you open underneath the Christmas tree are great. Uh, if you celebrate Hanukkah under the menorah, wherever it may be, great. But Sometimes you can receive a gift that's not necessarily something that you could wrap. Um, and that's kind of almost like what we do through our podcast, right, Steve? We hope that each podcast is almost like a little bit of a gift where you can listen, not necessarily open, but it can be important to you um, and you can take it and apply it to your everyday life. So, in short, I'm going to lead us off here. I'm going to give our followers and our listeners for this episode a gift. Um, and that gift, it's unfortunately, I'm not sending anything your way. You know, Dunkin' Donuts, gift cards, Starbucks gift cards, anything of that nature, folks. But I'm going to give you something, a word um, that you can apply and give to somebody else. And it's almost, in my opinion, one of the most important things that you can give somebody. Because in reality, you don't think it's um, as important to that person that you're giving it to. But um, there's some people in certain situations that if you give them what I'm about to give, uh, tell you rather, um, you're going to think twice and it's going to actually make a lot more sense. So, Steve, I'm going to start us off. Um, and the, my item that I'm going to give um, our listeners is time. Yes, folks, T-I-M-E. 
and I'm not talking necessarily the time that you have to be to work at the time that if you're at the gym wanting to see how long, how much time you've been running on the treadmill. Um, but Steve, I think it almost works and we can apply it to this podcast, right? Um, every conversation that we've had amongst one another, right? You have openly given me your time and you've listened to what I'd have to say, vice versa. If I was on this podcast and Steve talks about, um, you know, the line dancing accountability story, um, the story in regards to professionalism, how it all intertwines, and he throws it back to me and I'm not listening I'm not going to be able to respond and this podcast isn't going to make sense. One of my favorite artists that I listen to has a song ironically called time. And in, in the intro, the first five lines of the song goes as quote, somebody told me the greatest gift you can give somebody is your time. Cause when you give your time, you are giving a portion of your life that you'll never get back. And folks, yeah, that may sound extreme, but the time that you take to listen to somebody and look, unfortunately folks, and again, you can come with circle it back to accountability. It may not be something you want to hear, but if you give someone your time, someone that may be hurting inside someone that needs just to, you know, talk things out, vent, cry, you know, it may, you may be there sitting and kind of taking everything in for a half an hour, an hour. It could last longer than that. But what you are doing for that person in return is something that they wouldn't trade for the world, folks. So try to give some time this holiday season with, you know, family, friends, listen, talk, uh, you know, don't just watch the football games on TV, the college football season. Uh, ask how your, you know, your kids are doing, what's new in their life. I know they may go to school every day, but ask them anyway. And if they say good, what was good about it? And that's, uh, I, you know, my gift to all the listeners. And I hope that you almost can kind of take a step back and, you know, hit the rewind button on your podcast if you're listening, if you need to listen to what I just kind of stated earlier, Steve, um, as I kind of, I know I said I would be quick, um, but I wanted to make sure I kind of honed in and was um, hit each nail on the head and the importance in regards to what I had to say in regards um, to the idea of giving somebody time this holiday season. So that is what I have to say in regards to that. Uh, Steve, let's turn it over to you. Something, a gift that you want to give to our listeners that maybe they they can give uh to their friends or family this holiday season dunkin donuts large coffee skim milk three sugars hey, <laughs> i haven't done it now i've gotten you a couple of coffees before in my time uh that so uh, i love what you said earlier for you about that it gifts are not just about uh physical things such as dunkin donuts and i know there's people out there listening uh, i'm gonna give her a little shout out her name is sa sarah She's bought me many of the coffees, and uh, she's one of the greatest coaches and humans I've ever met. So, Sarah, uh, I know you're listening. Uh, 
That was for you. Uh, Corey, I'll make mine kind of quick. This is a great idea for us to share this as warriors, uh, especially as the creators, designers, and implementers of Warriors of the Good. Um, time is one of the most precious things that um, a human can give to another human. I'm going to follow that up with and, and say that I think that a gift that you should give and I try to give on these holiday season is forgiveness. Um, we have some family members in our own families that not everybody gets along. We have some family members in our own family that we take things very personal. We have some friends in our own personal lives that we take things personal. Sometimes the easier thing to do is to say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be there. And even if you are there, you're not actually there. So folks, as a warrior this year for your holidays, I hope that you can find within inside of your spirit the ability to be able to forgive because life is short. Don't just say it, do it, act it. Just as I explained before my wife is doing as hard as it is. And as doubt, much as doubt comes in your heart, follow that with inside of your heart and find that forgiveness. Because once you're together, one warrior coming together with another warrior, that's where the real goodness starts to happen. Just like that, folks, another episode in the books accountability time forgiveness jot them down holiday season work on them if you need to listen to this podcast you can listen it to again if you need to steve this is why we love doing what we do you know we come to the table with an idea and we don't necessarily have bullet points um you know sitting you know on in our laps or if we have a you know computer screen just kind of prompt us and you know, this is all just kind of going with the flow in a, you know, a shooting the breeze type atmosphere. Um, and that's what makes this podcast and, you know, our stories so special. So partner, always love doing um, this alongside you uh, week in and week out. Uh, folks, and that is it. Episode four, mini pod is in the books. Again, to reiterate with the holiday season around the corner. We are getting a little bit more busy. We promise next week, folks, episode five mini pod will be released. And as the holidays come, uh, we will take a little holiday break as well. We want to spend those time with our families um, and really show them love, show forgiveness, um, give them time, and be accountable when we may not be able to get our hands on that right present, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, at the end of the day, folks, uh, we want to continue to put, uh, you know, push out podcasts, um, and we wouldn't be doing it um, if it wasn't for your unwavering support. Uh, so always thank you for your patience, and thank you for learning and listening for what it takes to be a warrior of the good. Partner, any last closing remarks on your end before we sign off for episode four of season two of the mini pod spreading goodness one warrior at a time it's not just us that are doing it it's you you're spreading warriors and making warriors on your own life keep spreading that goodness uh partner don't forget to plug our twitter that is right folks on twitter we have had a little hiatus there as well But again, you can always find us on Twitter at Warriors underscore OTG. Steve and I will be posting, if we can't get a podcast out that particular week, every day or almost every single day, we'll be posting 
something is inspirational just to kind of get your mind going in the morning or even in the evening when you read the tweet. Um, so always trying to kind of keep up in regards to that. And there you have it. You can find the podcast there. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on any of your favorite streaming devices, folks, because we made it happen. Warriors of the good. Thank you all for tuning in. If we do not hear from you or see you in person going forward, please enjoy the holidays with your family, your friends, and we will see you next week. Episode 5, folks, it's coming out next week, seven days. Tune in as well. Thank you, everybody, and have a great, 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 great day. Adios.